You're listening to the Lost Chill Podcast with Katie and Kimmy. For years now, I have had the pleasure of listening to the wit, banter, and pure joy from these two, and now I invite you to share in the delight of listening to them discuss the books they're currently reading. Whether you are a fellow dedicated bibliophile or simply wish you had more time to read, you will love hearing the insight and discussions around the stories they dive into. So grab a cup of coffee or pour a glass of wine and let's jump on in. Katie and Kimmy, take it away. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Lost Chill Podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Kimmy. Kimmy, let's talk about something. I got to get it off my chest. Hmm. What could it be? Fourth. What? Yeah, it has taken every single bookstagram, book talk, everything by storm. Let's talk about it. I am Lord. Okay. Let me just tell you, I love fantasy. I love dragons. I love all those kind of books. Yeah. This book is up my alley regardless. I legit was reading it and I wasn't on Bookstagram at the time. I had no one to talk to and I would tell a few people. I didn't even tell you. Like I I thought <laughs> I would lose you the second <laughs> I said, "Go read this Dragon School book." Because I would say that to people. I'd be like, "You should read this book." And they'd be like, "What's it about?" I'm like, "Well, this girl goes to Dragon School." I'm really good at selling it. But like maybe I mean maybe we'll start with that. And but I would just tell people, you know, like dragon i swear it's so good and then they'd be like oh that's just one of those silly fantasy things that kimmy likes and so i was not not selling it great but then other people did and it did indeed take the world by storm so it was actually at my 1989 taylor's version release there. party I was there. that i overheard you talking about fourth wing to fall and i was like what you're reading this book that has had me in such a to- such a chokehold all year i'm pretty sure your neck actually snapped oh when you sure heard it you're like what so excited so excited oh my gosh i couldn't believe it because i haven't met anyone who doesn't like it and you're now welcome. now I everyone I know has like read it and either people who were like, eh, I don't think so. But them seeing how many other people are like, yes, yes, read this. Now now they are. And now I can talk to people. And I'm yeah. so excited. And now we can talk to the world about it because this book, um, is absolutely phenomenal. And it's um if you've been living under a rock, Fourth Wing is the first book in the Empyrean, uh, I almost said Empyrean Eclipse. <laughs> Which oh. is also a good band that you should check out. Definitely. Plug, if you plug. love romance and like folksy, adorable <laughs> screaming. Uh, you know? Very similar to Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> no, it's by Rebecca Yaros, who is actually a local um, writer, author to us in Colorado. And hey, Rebecca, if you are by chance coming across this, holla at you girls. Yeah, we would have a book club meeting just to talk about you in your book please do it i would just go hang out with her honestly like it i mean that's what book club is oh have you ever been to a book club no well i mean i have but we went to olive garden (laughs) oh my gosh that was amazing that was amazing fourth wing encompasses this world building and it it starts at the very beginning of basically like you said a dragon school it's a college it's a war college 
Yeah. What made you pick it up? Uh, What made me pick it up was um, I was looking for books to read. I had recently just started getting back into all of the reading and all of the things and I couldn't figure out what I wanted to read. And so I was building my uh, list on Goodreads and I was like, "What, what should I be reading? Like, I don't even know anymore. I was so far withdrawn from the book world because life just got in the way. And all that kept popping up was this fourth wing. So I was like, all right, I got on Libby. I put in the request for the book and it was like 452 years from now, you can get fourth wing. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's not going to work for me. So I went to Barnes and Noble. I picked it up. Instantly, I was hooked. I was like, well, I got to get this on my Kindle because I got to be able to read this anywhere. And I'm just a weird person that I have my thing. But anyway... So I immediately was just like, this is amazing. It reminded me of Harry Potter. And funny enough, this book, well, actually not this book, but Iron Flame was the first book since the Harry Potter series to have a midnight release at Barnes and Noble. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Really? They haven't done that for any other books? No, not anything since Harry Potter's uh, books came out. That's a pretty big deal for her. And they don't do that for just anybody. I could cry. <laughs> That's so precious. Yeah. I mean, I was I was blown away. And so I started reading. She is tearing up, guys. She's tearing up right now. <laughs> I started reading this book like right as Iron Flame was coming out. So it was like a couple weeks. And at your party, I didn't even know that a second book was coming out. Paul was the one that actually told me. And I was like, what? There's a second wow. book? I had no idea. No idea. Oh, man. That's so wild. Oh, I just love it. I was instantly hooked. Not at all surprising. No. Um, yeah. So the world building is phenomenal in this book. So we meet Violet Sorengale. She like grows up training and thinking she's going to be a scribe, which is what her dad is because of she has some physical limitations and can't do everything her dad is a scribe but her mom is like top tier high-ranking military official in the writers badass bitch quadrant yeah um does it i i can't even remember it's been so long since i've read this when did you read it Mm, probably like june or july of last year oh okay okay so just like a few months before i crazy yeah okay okay yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly if it was in the beginning or what, if they, how they explained all the quadrants very well. I know eventually they do and we meet them, but it's scribes, which write history, take notes for all the battles. Um, there's the riders, which ride dragons and are <laughs> awesome. Then there's the healers, which is pretty self-explanatory. And then there's the infantry. The infantry, we don't know too much about in this book. Right. It touches on barely, I think, in Iron Flame, but it's basically like military train but you don't get dragons and you don't get magical superpowers and elaine you're also it's a little less dangerous so. yeah. what would you be what would you want to go for oh i would go I for think... a writer of i course. knew i don't even know why i asked you that because <laughs> like as soon as i said it, i was like oh i already know the answer to this one i think i'd probably want to be a healer because yeah? yeah i'm a wuss not I... a scribe no because they don't talk and i like to talk what? Too quiet. I can't be alone with my thoughts like that. Oh, I, I don't like to be alone with my thoughts either. So nobody needs that. We don't need that in our lives. Uh, so healer, I think, would be my hopeful route. Do you ever want to uh, go in the crazy one? Uh, like, so you're Ravenclaw, not the crazy Griff or Slytherin. Right. And then did you read Divergent? Yeah, I didn't like did it. You, did you want to be in Dauntless or... Did you no. want to be? I of course wanted to be in Dauntless too. Right, like you're the the one who's adrenaline seeking and balls to the walls, and I'm like, 
I'll just sit here and Which watch. Which is funny because like, I'm like, I want to do that in these fantasy fiction sci-fi books. I have every opportunity to do that in real life. I don't. You have every opportunity to ride a dragon? Yeah. Oh. You don't? No. I'm living well, life. Well, I just mom. mean like do the training and the hand-to-hand combat, which Violet does a lot of. And <laughs> I was not on the same page. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. What position would you play in Quidditch? I would kind of want to be um, a beater. I almost had a bludger, but beaters use bludgers, you know. I would want to be a seeker, honestly. It's the hide really? and seek. It's the hide and seek. Yeah, I know that's surprising. But Quidditch is a little bit different, though. I mean, like, obviously, like, everybody was out for Harry, though. I mean, like, I'm not Harry freaking Potter. So speaking of Harry Potter. Huh? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say in sports, I always like to be defensive anyways and not. Everybody needs a good defense. Yeah. You can't win games without defense. I was, I was defense, actually, when I played lacrosse, if I remember correctly. No, it was fine. I don't remember liking it one way or the other. Anyway, I digress. Harry Potter. This book gave me such Harry Potter vibes, except like fan fiction Harry Potter, like after dark Harry Potter, if you get what I mean. Oh, I get what you mean. (laughs) Yeah. Holy guacamole. So I gotta tell you a funny story. I've been saving this story since we decided that we were going to do an episode on this. So you haven't even heard this story yet. Oh, I'm so excited. I wanted to share this with you. So in November, uh, my family and I went to Disneyland. You knew about that part. And uh, I know, right? Uh, And so we were on the way back and I was reading Fourth Wing and I had the physical copy in my hand and we were boarding the plane. And this adorable flight attendant goes, oh my God, girl, I see you. I see you. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you got yourself a zaddy. And I was like... And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she was like dying on the floor laughing. And my husband is just like, what is that about? And I, I was like, uh, so this book, it's fantastic, right? And so I started telling him a little bit about it. And the part that I was in is like towards the end of the book where it's like getting hot and heavy between those two. And I like kept pointing out like excerpts in the book and I was like, and then he does this and then he does this. And he was like, oh my God, are you reading porn on the airplane? And I was like, that's what she was talking about is Addy. <laughs> that's so, amazing. Yeah. That she called you out on it. That's yeah. Amazing. I loved it. Oh, I loved every second of it. Oh, and then she, every time she walked by, she was like, you done yet? You done yet? It was great. That's so cute. See, books bringing the people together. They do. They do. I loved it. I absolutely loved that encounter. It's such a great bonding experience, as we know. We're bonded. We should have a, a bonded <gasps> dragon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Oh, all right. So if you've been listening to us since season one, I believe, when we did uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Yeah. Yeah, when we had a little bit of a disagreement on name pronunciations. Let's just get this out in the open right now. How do you say things? It's Luke. And (laughs) confirmed by V.E. Schwab. I'm just. She doesn't know. She's crazy. She doesn't know. (laughs) Her books. Okay. Whatever. Um, So some of these words I definitely pronounce right. Like Andarna. And Darna, yeah, I think we Violet on that Violet. I definitely Zayden, Zaddy, Z- Zaddy, Zaddy, Zayden referred to us Dane, Dane. There are others. Jack, Jack, yeah, I, yeah. You Rihanna. slayed that one. Yeah, Rihanna? thank you. Yeah, um, I think I say Tarn multiple ways. I do maybe Tarn or Tarn. I don't know. I say Tarn. I, 
I honestly have a harder time with the name of the war college. Best guy. I I think Beskayeth. Best guy. Yeah, my brain it does that like it just it just mumbles. It's like Beskayeth. I believe that that is the correct pronunciation. I apologize if it's not because this is. You did send me a Gallic. TikTok on how to say things. Yes, it's Gaelic, not Gaelic. There's two different languages that are spelled the same, but pronounced differently. And the pronunciations that she uses apparently are Gaelic. So Bezgaith is how I understand that to be. I will never understand or not understand, but I will never say, and I call him Taryn, but that's incorrect. I will never understand his wife's name, his lady's name, whatever you want to call her. I, I call her Scale because if you don't have the S, it's Gale. And then you add the S, Scale. And then Scale is a great dragon name because dragons have scales. I do That's like That's what that. I thought the whole point was with her name. I, don't I thought it was so. like, her name is Scale, but it's not Scale, you know? It's Scale. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, you I was get, like, oh. You get what I'm pick, laying down Like with the most obvious dragon-related name ever that's not. My brain does what your brain does with the War College name. Yeah, where it just like mm-hmm. kind of mumbles it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. Yeah, some some do not compute. They do not. They do not. I am very pro rereads, as you know. Yes. I do really enjoy mixing up my method of reading. So we'll see. I think next time I might do audiobook and maybe my brain will stop going. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I think that that's a valid point there because they should be able to say it correctly. Yeah, you would think. But that video you sent me did even mention how some of the translations weren't coming through with probably what Rebecca Yaros was intending. Yeah, because she was saying how easy it is to like mess the language up. I think it was it Taryn's full name. Yeah, Tarnana. Yeah, or yeah. I I think I just made that up, but that was my my that was <laughs> my beautiful. best effort. Parnana. So if she didn't get everything right, how can we pronounce it right? It's just what we feel in our hearts sometimes, and, you know? Yeah, I get that this is based off of um an existing language, but it's also a made up fantasy world. Right, right. So at the same time, like maybe take this with a grain of salt and just take it at face value and what it's worth, you know? Because I know that there are some people who are upset about it. Well, that's fine. Not everybody if... is going to have glowing five-star reviews. What? Well, maybe. If you're not happy with this book that is literally opening Barnes and Nobles at midnight, you could just go write your own book with and pronounce stuff however you want there. That is a great point. So and you're not going to make everybody happy. You're really not. Right, uh, there's right. going to be a couple. You're of not people. ice cream, which cream doesn't make me happy. Tummies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bad day. That was a bad day. <laughs> you're not wine. You're not wine. Oh man. So okay, back to like the actual book plot instead of just gushing and i i don't know i don't know so once i go to the basketball <laughs> the war college the war college we can agree on that so to even freaking start at this writer school where you're gonna get a dragon and magical powers uh you need to cross the parapet that i see yeah it- i'm intimidated by all words now oh sorry i don't mean to intimidate you with that uh, parapet. Yeah, I actually I am gonna admit something that's a little bit embarrassing. I had to Google that one. Mm. I didn't know what that word was. Are you familiar with it? I didn't have to look it up. Oh, okay, but like I I I knew what was being mentioned. It didn't sound like a common word, but because so here's why I had to look it up. Because in my mind, I was envisioning more of like um like a mountains cliff's edge with drop-offs on both sides mm. um and 
just like this rock formation that just has these violent drops on either side. Like almost natural? Yeah, more natural than man-made. And so that's why when I Googled it, I was like, oh, that's not what I was picturing at all. There's that. Yeah, I pictured it. I don't even know how I fully pictured it because it's not necessarily attached to the rest of the area but kind of like I pictured it very castle-ish and like a big wall-less high bridge so to even get into this college you have to climb up this crazy highest thing walk this very narrow bridge basically from one end to the other that's super high no matter the weather like they're not gonna be like oh it's stormy so get down and you basically just have to cross it to even be a freshman i mean that's first year so and i mean when you say like just walk across it it doesn't sound that hard but every time people fall Mm -hmm. and die every year and don't make it so it's definitely no easy thing it was stormy the day that violet did it yeah so um we actually met quite a bit of key players for violet's parapet crossing Mm mm-hmm um, so I guess even going back further, we mentioned how her dad was a scribe. Her mom was a high ranking military commander in the, I don't know if she was a commander, um, but it in was the, something. yeah, something high up, uh, for the writers. And then her brother and sister were also writers. Her sister, we met at the parapet and she was there giving her tips and advice and dragon scale armor. And then her brother was actually, uh, killed. So we have that. Mm. And then, so we meet her sister there. She's getting her ready. Um, her sister's kind of surprised that she's even going to try to become a writer because she thought she was going to be a scribe. Mm-hmm. So her sister gives her two shoes and then she gets in line to go up and meets this chick, Rhiannon, who is ill-prepared and has no one to tell her traction helps slippery things. <laughs> and so she gives her one of her shoes. Well, um, we also the first writer in her family, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also meet Jack, who's a jackass. Hmm hmm And he's just rude from the get-go. Um, we meet Dane, who's a childhood friend mm. um, of Violet's, because his dad was also pretty high-ranking, right? And yes. so yes. their parents was... were always working together. Yeah, he was right and up so... there with Violet's mom. And then, of course, we meet Zayden, mm. who, Katie spoiled it, he's a zaddy. <laughs> he is a zaddy. But uh, we don't like Zayden at first, uh, we find out that there's lots of uh, bad blood between Violet's family and Zayden's family. Mm-hmm. I mean, for good reason. Yeah. Would you care to elaborate? Uh, basically, there was uh, some kind of conflict and which I, I don't think we really know much about. Like, why it started? Well, because they lived on, like, the outskirts of the country, the boundaries, and Zayden's dad was raising a rebellion. So Zayden's mom went to go squash that. And she, this is revealed in bits and pieces. Um, We still don't know everything. um, And it's revealed slowly throughout the story. But I think what we kind of gather in the beginning, or one of the earliest things we know, is that, like, Zayden's dad was in this rebellion. And Violet's mom went to squash that that and she basically made all the kids watch her yeah. kill all the parents which so is so fucked would up. Know. that is so fucked up yeah and so i can even imagine what those kids were it, and the parents too when is it revealed what happened to her brother the very last sentence the very last sentence you're so funny about uh, about besides, her no, what how did he get killed because she believes he's killed at this point oh spoiler alert oh yeah hey there's lots of spoilers in this episode um, um, we'll tell you when we get to 
real ones, hopefully. But yeah. anyways, uh, so I'm going to confess to you guys, it's been months since I read this. Months and months and months. So I looked up a Cliff's note and I sent you the link to the Cliff's notes, yeah. but it says that Zayden's dad killed her brother. Yes. Violet's brother. Yes. So is that revealed right away? It's not revealed right away from what I recall. It's revealed pretty early on, though. Okay. So lots of bad blood between these families. Yeah. Bad blood. Oh. <laughs> hey, we got X amount of minutes into this because God knows what it's going to be when we actually edit it. Uh, X amount of minutes into this and that's the first taylor swift re reference are you your okay? head oh okay fair okay anyway moving on i've been thinking about her this whole time you know who else is a swifty rebecca, rebecca yaros. yaros she was at one of the shows i don't know which one she was at probably ours who knows i like to think she was yeah i do too yeah i do too that's mm -hmm. precious Tell so Rebecca, uh, we could be besties. Another spoiler alert is that Violet crosses the parapet successfully. Successfully, <gasps> so she does. Yep. Okay. So I don't. This freaking war college absolutely blows my mind because of how nonchalant they are with death. Yeah. So like one of the rules is you can literally just kill whoever. Like everyone's fair game to die. Like because you have to prove each other. So if they can't fight you off, they deserve to die. You just can't kill people in your quadrant because or, hashtag teamwork, uh, team building. And, and I am like obviously like with those odds your team is not going to last forever. So they'll have to rearrange. And I, like the whole time I could not get this i'm like you're gonna have to fight alongside these people that you tried to kill like i know you want competition but do we need it to the death it seemed a little counterproductive yeah in my opinion i i was not a fan of that either i thought that it did not add much to the story i mean it did obviously because it added conflict but it didn't add morale or anything like that but i mean i guess that's not what she was going for so who knows yeah and it does get talked about and acknowledged i think more so in iron flame yeah i'll just talk about it now because it fits whatever sorry guys but they do like have some awareness of it where some people are like why is it like this this is so bad and counterproductive and i'm tired of seeing dying and Violet goes, you know, seeing death is so hard that it's better to do that for the first time in training than out in the world, which is, I, mean, I still don't think accurate. I don't know. Adrenaline gets you through a lot, even if. There are also 18, 19 year old people that are going through this and it's like, it seems excessive. I don't know. It is, but it is clearly working for them to a degree. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but so, and even besides that, you can kill other people, whatever, fair game. You can challenge anyone to combat at any time. You can, oh, there's like all sorts of like trainings, like the one other big one is like called the gauntlet. Yeah. And that is like cliffside climbing, acrobatic death traps that you have to get across and people die during that too. But yeah, and... they still have these things and they still have to continue to prove themselves essentially. Right. Right. I don't know. It's like, uh. Very extreme Harry Potter. Wanda! Oh, bye, Wanda. She said, adios, muchachos. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I know that we have revealed to people that this war college is not all hand-to-hand -hand combat and wrestling on the ground and dying and living the gauntlet. There's yeah. also dragons. There's a lot of dragons, actually. Like uh, over a hundred, right? Something like that. What number did you just say? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, okay. So one hundred. One hundred. One hundred? I don't even know how I say it. One hundred. Stupid. <laughs> I get it. 
in your very first year, you get the opportunity to bond with the dragon. What is the first thing called where they meet the available dragons and they like just walk in front of them and hope they don't get burnt to a crisp? <laughs> What's that called? Fucked up. The viewing? I don't know. I thought it was called the threshing. No, the threshing is when they go run amok oh. randomly in open fields and find and bond with a dragon. I don't know. It's just fucked up. There's something, some pageantry type thing yeah. where all these freaking dragons who are willing to bond line up in a row and all the little first years. My mind just went to Peeves when he's like, well, first few first years or whatever. Yeah, see, because it's Harry Potter fanfic. Yeah. And they uh, just walk past and they're like, don't disrespect a dragon or like look at him funny or be crazy because they just will burn you to alive if you offend them. So. And they do. They literally they do. do. I don't know. So. That's, I don't know. There's the fact that they have a death scroll or roll, one of the two, every single morning is a little concerning. How do they have that many people? I don't know. No, because don't everybody know. wants to be the hero. Sorry. I wasn't supposed to be offensive. <laughs> It's a good thing. We need heroes. So the threshing that Katie's talking about, from what I understand, that's just like open field day where they frolic through fields and mountains and forests and you stumble across a dragon or a dragon stumbles across you. You hope you don't offend it. You yeah. also might try to kill each other out there again. Yeah, that was the other thing too. Like that's how... Uh... Taryn or Tarnin, whatever you want to call him, that's how he bonded with Violet was by basically her standing up for Andarna. Yeah, yeah. Zayden just standing by watching after making it. We'll get there. I jumped ahead. My apologies. That's okay. Got excited. We just find out more things in Iron Flame. That's when things get a little crazy for our girl Vi. Violence. Violet. Violence. Whatever you want to call her. <laughs> I do like that nickname. I do too. It's cute. You can call me that. It's fine. Okay. I'm just kidding. Hey, Violence. <laughs> it would make zero sense, but here we are. Kimmy, uh, they go hand in hand. I, I'm i an Enneagram 8. I have never resorted to violence with anybody. I will confront people in public and go to words. Verbally spar? I may have put some line cutters in their place at Costco on, uh, what was that, Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve, <laughs> Anyways, we don't need to get into that, but just know I will stand up for what is right at any moment. Okay. Have we talked about Jack? Not really. We said that he's a jerk, oh. which he is the whole time. He frequently like tries to attack Violet in her sleep to yep. kill her. Yep. Like he's just after her, doesn't like her. He's a jerk. He's always trying to be against her. And so when they're out at the threshing, he tries again to attack her and yeah. they're in a fight, right? Because he's, well, no. Yes. The threshing. Now I can't remember if he was fighting her in the threshing. He was definitely fighting her. It was like her. him and some friends, I thought. No, that was when they were dragon picking. The threshing is dragon picking. You told me it wasn't. No, I was talking about the pageant. It's, you were saying that the little oh. pageant walk was the threshing. That's not the threshing. Hey, I'm on the same page now. Okay. That's a lot to remember. It is like, It is a lot to remember. How many pages is the first one? Uh it's big. Mm. Girthy. That was intentional product placement back there. You are so precious. I try. Uh so, it's like eight hundred some odd pages. Yeah. So just know shit goes down shit during goes down. the threshing. Yeah. Long story short, Violet bonds with not only Taryn, who yep. is like one of the oldest, biggest dragons. And then she also bonds with Andarna, who is teeny tiny and golden and 
Beautiful. I imagine her to be beautiful and adorable and all the wonderful things, except in Iron Flame. (laughs) We'll get there. So that also never happens, that people get two dragons. Like, not everyone even gets one. And so the people who do not die but don't get a dragon, they get to become first years again. And they're pissed. Yeah. They're real pissed. And then they try, then there's the rule that they can try and kill anybody who's bonded with the dragon. So much. Why? It's just more killing. It's just more excuses to kill. Honestly, if we're really getting down to it, bonding with a dragon is awesome. There are some crazy things that happen. One bonding means you can speak with your mind power to your dragon and so they're like in your head you're in their head like they are like another thought well and violet we we haven't even really touched on the fact that tarnan and scale we'll call her scale because that i can't just say mumbo jumbo and that's in my brain him and his lady are bonded and zayden is bonded to scale yes so so violet basically like if you haven't read this book and we're convincing you and you're gonna get spoilers whatever violet bonds with a male dragon who has a little wifey dragon and she's bonded to zayden violet's enemy i don't think she's are they still enemies i don't know not really they're that's a very strong word for what they are They just dislike each other. Like, they're not going to go have coffee. All four of them, both the dragons and both the humans, are able to telepathically talk together. And I saw the most amazing TikTok today, and I wish I remembered their handle so that I could give them credit. But it was basically like this back and forth between uh, role-playing and and just the caption was what people see when Zayden and Violet are arguing. And it's just basically like, silence. silence and it's just they're going back and forth and it 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 is pretty funny that's amazing because could Um, you imagine just like being at a dinner party or whatever and there's this couple there and they're just like staring at each other and just like giving each other looks like you fucked up and they're just having a i feel like that when you guys come over oh perfect and they're just having a a fight uh telepathically it's great that's a thing i Got the feeling, though, unless Violet was just very self-absorbed. Like, this isn't common. Or it's just that Which dragons aren't bonded. Like, it's not like there's, like, all these foursomes running around. And, no. like, I, like other bond- dragons aren't usually bonded like that. And so it They're the only weird. ones that we see in this story. Or in Iron Flame. Yeah. So it's not. And I don't know why it wouldn't be common. I don't know. Maybe dragons. I mean, you don't really even hear about other dragons being paired up with a mate but they are they're bigger and that is uh, associated with age in this instance yeah um and power so i don't know if that's why i have a weird theory that andarna is related to the both of them somehow but i know that they said that they sort of took her in but i just have a feeling that she is it's going to come out later down the road that she's related to them somehow Oh, I, well, uh, Iron Flame squashed that for me. I did think that for a long time, but I have questions about dragon genetics, but that is a book two discussion. Yeah. Oh, and so like, yes, you're in each other's minds now, but the humans have to work hard to develop the power to like shut that off and like turn it on and off at will. And I think because it's not only thoughts, because they're usually pretty fine with that, but it's also emotions. Right. And it's also... When the dragons are going at it, you feel some feelings. When the <laughs> dragons are fornicating, having coitus. Uh, is it fornicating if it's your wife, mate? Fornication, fornication is sex when, outside okay. the bonds of marriage. 
when when they're trust doing me i know adult dragon things should we go there uh also this is a fine enough time to share my uh term for this book a lot of people refer to it as uh romantasy yeah no it's fantasmut it is fantasmut use the hashtag please tag me it is fantasmut you do love fantasmut yeah Man, it's just like a, a Court of Thorn and Roses. Like, there's been some good memes about that series as well lately. Very funny. I digress. I've been digressing a lot. Thanks, okay. wine. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the other cool thing that happens when you bond with the dragon is at some random point in time that varies from person to person, you get some weird magical power. Oh, yeah. Signet. Yeah. Yeah. You said it, Signet? So, Signet. Okay. Signet. Signet. It's like a beignet. Um, but yeah, it can be anything. Sometimes people have top secret ones. Dang. There's a memory stealer. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck. Mm. So mad. Uh, Zayden has like shadow control. Um, I just Violet's... want to say this real quick. What? Dane. We haven't really touched on him. Mm. He is the Dane of my existence. I'm waiting to use that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. We can touch on Zane. Not literally. So Zane and Vi- Dane. Zane. Zane and Violet grew up together. And then she thought they'd be all buddy buddy. And he was all weirdly protective of her. But like she instantly got the ick because he was treating her like she was fragile. And she's like, no, I'm here surviving. Like, don't think I, I crossed just- the parapet. When others yeah. didn't. And then he just got weird and controlling because of that. But she got the ick pretty quick. <laughs> You're a poet and you didn't even know it, girl. And so feelings for Zayden do grow throughout this book. Yeah. And it's kind of plays off of each other. Like the feelings for Dane go down. Yeah. Because he doesn't respect her or acts like he thinks he should. she should be there. He wants her away and out of all danger and doesn't wait, think she can fend for herself. Hold on. Violet stood up against... A male who was treating her like a fragile flower? Uh-huh. Okay. Because I only say that because so many times in fantasy books or fantasmut books, that doesn't happen. They want to be the damsel in distress. The female main character wants to be the damsel in distress. They want they want to be that person that is basically uh, overrun with having to do as they say and and be as fragile as as their male counterpart is making them out to be. And anytime that they try to show any sort of strength, it's frowned upon. I'm looking at you, Akatar. Akatar's here. Akatar's here. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I'll say on that. So that's a strong female main character lead with a backbone was refreshing. That is refreshing. I haven't read Agatar yet, but I hope to this year. We'll get to that when we get to that. So Zayden, though, on the other hand, he they always have this tension. And like, we know why. We already talked about their family backgrounds. But he also, so I think I said in the very beginning how Violet had like some kind of physical limitations. She almost got injured more and was more prone to injuries. It never was fully spelled out like what she has, but she's like smaller, literally fragile boned. Um, Stuff is a lot harder for her. So you could kind of see logically like why Dane felt that way. You can definitely see her side for standing up for herself and for being like, I've already proved myself enough. Get off my case. But instead of saying like, you're obviously weaker like like Dane did, Zayden was like, you know what? You have these vulnerabilities. 
let me help you. Like, let's train. And he did things like that and didn't, and like just helped her improve. And he's like, yeah, you deserve to be there, but like, let's get you up there. Violet is a scrappy little thing. Yeah. They often had to, what's it called? Dual. I don't know. I'm not a speaker of these words. Yeah, they I had think to, it's the dual. Yeah. They had to like have these physical hand to hand combat challenges with people. Violet knew that she was often the lesser opponent going in these. She would freaking poison people. <laughs> I loved that. She would like make them weaker in advance and like go through You these. gotta like... do what you gotta do. Yeah, I loved that. Like there were no rules, really. When your life is on the line, you're going yeah. to do what you need to do to survive. Yeah. And if you know that, like, physically, you probably can't overtake a ton of people or, like, big, burly men, um, you do what you got to do. And I loved that. Yeah. So, and she wasn't, like, poisoning to kill. Like, she wasn't, like, just right. ruining the fight before it was over. She was, like, just slowing them down, making them a little weaker or feeling... Incapacitating them, yeah. essentially. Yeah. All this happens. I think we're pretty much caught up on everything except, like... Everything going down in the end. It got action-packed at the end. It did. It did. So it did a lot. They got dragons. It was supposed to be a drill or like a game. Right. For the different squad. The other thing, so All Rebecca, the different wings. Yes. Rebecca Yaros is a military wife. Yes. And so I think she did a really good job explaining, not that it like sunk in and I remember it now, but she did do a good job explaining like how it's all broken down. Like the fourth wing is like the squad slash team, whatever you want to layman's term call it, sure. that Violet is on. Yeah. Um, and then it talks about like the ranking of like where Zayden is and where Dane is. And I think Zayden's above Dane, who... Violet reports to like it's the chain of command if you will and so she explained that well and so then towards the end we get in these like war games and this is where Dane really proves himself to be a loser uh his power is where he could like if he touches you physically he can see your memories it's a confidential one like they don't want people knowing that he does that yeah obviously for you know war crimes also very very invasive yeah and so when you do that without consent and like look into someone's past and memories and brain. So I had a really, I don't want to say like a difficult time with that, but it was just like really hard because like oftentimes I put myself in character situations. Like how do I feel that I would handle that particular situation? And that being said, I just think that I could honestly never trust a person that did that to me again she rightfully so and I'm, I'm jumping ahead again in iron flame she does not want him anywhere near her rightfully so like he violated their trust he violated their entire friendship he violated so many different things between those two they had a whole life childhood together and he just basically threw that away for no good reason and almost got her killed right because of that like he gives information to his dad about who it is and basically their games they get sent somewhere they, they, like stuff changes last minute based on what they saw what dane saw and reported and they get there and the town is deserted and it is very much war with no games no nope. the end just real life and then we learn some things about the whole entirety of is it a country i guess for lack of better words yeah sure kingdom I don't know. Dem country, same. I think they're interchangeable. Yeah. I don't even know if we fully explained it. Like, I I was never, like, there's stuff I had questions on, but I was never confused in the book. Yeah. But basically, like, their kingdom or country, it has, like, these 
points of magic that create a protection boundary. And they make it seem like they just want people who aren't them to have power access to their magical boundaries. But they say that's it. Um, and they do have, well, Violet remembers hearing mythical tales about Wyvern and Venom. And at one point she's looking this up and she can't find them listed anywhere. And she's like, my dad gave me books that talked about that. And he was a scribe. Like, what do you mean? There's no evidence of this. The library? What was it called? Archives. <laughs> Archives. Thank you. They have every book ever. Like, what do you mean that this isn't written there at all? Yeah. This is when we're getting real spoiler alert. We probably should have told you about five minutes ago, but spoiler alert. So she they go out to where they're supposed to be going for games and it's not a game that's deserted. And then they find out that there are Venom and Wyvern and that it's real. And um oh that's who their enemies were, were the Griffin writers. And so then they run into them and they're like, uh no, there's actually scarier shit and there's just so much. There's so much. I love it. Okay, I thought wyvern was a made-up word. I did too, until... And then it was in the next book I read. Well, not the next book I read, but... A book. It was in Divine Rival. Oh, okay. I'm kind of reading that. Not really. Do you know what they are? Yeah, uh, my husband explained them to me. Oh, okay. So I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought it was made up. I thought it was made up as well. And so, like, I was telling him about Fourth Wing and Iron Flame and everything like that. And I was like, and then there's this, and then there's this, and then he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm familiar with all Are that. Are they like zombie dragons? They're like just different dragons. I don't know. Different dragons. Yeah. Wyvern like just... versus dragon. I'm looking this up. Okay. Here you go. Oh, the key difference between a wyvern versus a dragon is a wyvern has two legs oh, where a dragon right. has four. That's right. I will say the her spelling of Griffin threw me off a little bit. Why? I don't remember it being. It's G R Y F H O N. Which I just wanted to call it like Gryphon at first, but then I was like, no. Gryphon? Is it Gryphon? It's Griffin. Gryphon? Like, even the way she describes it is like normal, typical Griffin. Right. Maybe that's Gallic as well. I don't know. Maybe. It, I don't know. It, I've never seen my it. Brain like that didn't, my brain didn't like automatically want to say Griffin, even that's, though it is. That's funny because like I didn't even pick up on that whatsoever. How did you say it? Griffin. Oh. I just didn't think of it as weird. Maybe it's I mean, me. Like, no, I don't think it is because now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is weird. So, yeah. So then there's a battle. We didn't even talk about everyone. Um, For all, we talk about how Zayden just made Violet stronger and better. He did also attach someone to her hip to follow her and be her protector. And Violet actually liked this guy. She didn't like why he was there, but she liked him. His name was Liam. I loved Liam. I said I loved Liam. And uh, yeah, so. That broke my heart. Yeah. So basically they get just completely blindsided, caught off guard to find out that these mythical creatures, they were told were fake. Their whole lives were real. Right. Her mom told her that they were fake. Yep. The high-ranking official that she was told her that these creatures didn't exist. And we come to find out that Violet's mom knew that they existed this entire time and was covering it up. And right. And like, they just act like Griffin writers are the worst. And... Right. Just wanting to mooch off of them, basically. It is just crazy what they end up getting into and how it's all real. And sadly, Liam dies in that battle. That Violet. Was, that was gut-wrenching, and that scene. That, that's where stuff gets really crazy because lots of things happen. I guess we haven't even talked about Violet's sig- signet. No. W- which is lightning power. Especially when she's climaxing. It's electric! And if I get burned, at least we were electrified. 
I'm still wide in the bathtub. Sorry. Um. Anyways, that just that's important. Uh, sorry, we haven't talked about it, but that's important for what happened in this whole scene. <laughs> Taylor Swift forever. So that's why it was power, whatever. She has no control over it. It's whatever. Um, so then they're getting annihilated, basically, and things are not looking good. Liam dies. Yeah. It's terrible. And the dragons also have powers. And so this, like, things are going terrible for them until Andarna shows up with her power. Yeah, girl. That power at the time is to stop time. And so basically they are losing badly until Andarna uses all of her strength to stop time which then lets violet use her lightning power to turn the tables and right the tides but then there's they... consequences from that unfortunately there are which we don't really the book ends on a hello cliffhanger oh my because god because that happened they suddenly win thanks to andarna right. and violet but it does get hurt and yep. so they don't have time to take her back to the war college so they take her somewhere else you have not figured out that this episode is extremely full of spoilers. This is the spoiler of all spoilers. And we find out that Violet's brother, Brennan, who we believe is Zayden's brother. Dad. Dad. Zayden's dad. Zayden's father had killed, has been alive and well this entire time. And oh my God, the jaw-dropping catatonic trance that I was in just staring at the wall after I read that <laughs> was just remarkable. I was like, what did I just read? And then I went back and I read it again. And I was like, no, no, no. No. What? Dude's alive? Dude is alive. And the book ends. That is literally that's, that's all she the wrote. last sentence. The that last book. sentence. Where she's like, book. what the hell am I looking at? I'm looking at my dead brother. Okay, cool. Yeah. And scene. Right. Okay. To all of the people who read the arc of this book, to all of the people who read this on release day, who read this when it first came out, I don't even know when its initial release date was. You are all the true unsung heroes because I <laughs> literally had Iron Flame in my hand when I finished that book and it was not fast enough. I have had to wait. When did Iron Flame come out? In November. Okay. So I did have to wait a few months. Yeah. It was rough, but I didn't know what to do with myself. I reread Harry Potter. Yeah, honestly, you did. Because yeah. I was like, I can't read anything that will entrance me this much, that will make up for that. Like, what am I supposed to do? I had no did idea. Did you see a lot of similarities going back to Harry Potter? No. No? Okay. Maybe it's just a vibe I got then. I Probably. I mean... Just because there's going to school, there's also dragons. Magical, yeah, magical yeah, stuff, and maybe that's just what it was. But there's definitely none. It's of also it. completely different vibes because of the fanta smut aspect. <laughs> it is uh, definitely after dark Harry Potter, if that's the case. And and not just wandering the halls to try to look in a mirror. No, no. <laughs> No mischief. I mean, there was mischief managed, but it's a different kind. <laughs> yeah. How many How many stars did this get for you? A uh, whole five. I love that. It, yep. I got, yeah, I gave it five stars too. And I actually have some five star reviews to read to you. All right, let's do it. So we're not alone. Bryce Rocks on Goodreads says, Another book whose world I would not survive in. Even the sex is borderline dangerous. I got a paper cut reading this book and almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Cassie on Goodreads said, 
what am I supposed to do now? Same girl. Candy said, the hype is justified. Wow. Wow. I held off reading Fourth Wing until I finished writing and releasing Meet Your Match because I wanted to just be able to binge and completely immerse myself. I had no idea how obsessed I would be. It's Same. been a few days oh. since I finished and I'm still dreaming about these characters. They take up space in my mind rent-free and likely will forever. Same, girl. Same. This one that I love, Melanie. Melanie's Same, review. She says, infinite fucking stars out of five. <laughs> Please take me back in time. I would do anything, and I mean anything, to relive my time reading this book. But unfortunately, I can't. I wish I could sell my soul so I could just experience that euphoric feeling I had while reading this book. Just leave me alone in my sorrows because I can't experience that again. Nothing will compare. Maybe the second book, though. And I mean nothing. I could literally write a whole detailed review that would be pages and pages long. But fortunately for you guys, I won't. <laughs> I mean, it's popular. It's hyped. And I think with good reason and well-deserved, I would read this anyways and love it. I like that. Like, it's so mainstream. Because a lot of time these books aren't, and I feel like they're still good. Oh, absolutely. So now I'm like, welcome to my world, you guys. Well, I mean, on the flip side, though, we do have some one-star reviews. What? That That's possible? Honestly, Sophie says they didn't wear skinny jeans. <laughs> Hern. I don't know. Wow. Why that's did... such a terrible thing? Well, she probably like... didn't bond with a dragon and she's mad about it. Yeah, she's, she can take it up with uh, somebody who did bond with it. Daisy says, who had a gun to the head of everyone who rated this five stars? It was me. I had a gun. It was me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I I can't really pronounce this person's uh, username on Goodreads. It's Stell444, but it looks really different. So I, I don't know if that's supposed to ha- be how it said. Zayden could spit on me and I would ask him to do it again. I don't know why that's a one-star review. <laughs> I, I was either. very confused. But she marked it as one star, but she wants Zayden to spit on her. Hannah says this shitty book is as useful as toilet paper and serves the same purpose what is wrong with people i don't know that's funny so you got both sides of the spectrum there but i mean to each their own this obviously we've talked about it before not every book is going to be for every person for every reader that's what's so magical about books so yes but i think that's what i love about it because about fourth ring in particular because a lot of people do write off entire genres yeah. Which is silly. I used to. Uh, I used I'm to. Reformed. With horror. I'm reformed. I'm reformed with romance. But I I like something that gets a lot of people out of their zone and is like, I don't usually like fantasy, but I like this. I don't usually like whatever, but I like this. Like, I love that. I think that's right. beautiful. I think it's great. And you can learn something and learn something about yourself and be like, okay, well, I enjoyed this book. So what else, what else is out there for me that I might enjoy that's in this kind of genre? You got some Rex? That was my T-Rex arms. No. Oh, not Akatar? I've been thinking about Akatar lately. Oh. And after reading Fourth Wing and just, I feel that Fourth Wing is superior to Akatar. Now I have not read Crescent City Crescent City. Yes, I've not read Crescent City. I've read Thorn of Glass. Thorn? Sword of Glass? Thor. 
Not a thorn of glass. That's weird. Oh, it is a thorn of glass. A thorn of glass? Thorn of glass. Hold on, hold on. Or is he with a glass sword? It's the one with the chick, right? Oh, she can't hear me anymore. So let me tell you, Katie's beautiful and hilarious. Throne. <laughs> it is throne of glass. I'm done. I thought you were saying thorn. No, I, I was. And I, oh. Because that's when I was glancing it behind me and I was like, yeah, that's, that's thorn. <laughs> Throne Yeah, of Glass that's by that Sarah says J. thorn Moss. if you're a little dyslexic. Throne. Thorn. Now I can't stop saying it. I've like totally trained my brain in five seconds. Oh, fuck. Man. Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss is kind of, uh, I don't want to say similar to, it's not similar, just give similar vibes as Okay. uh, See, and I, I'm reading, or I've read like so many books that are similar-ish, but also not like Divine Rivals, which I have not read its sequel. That's a duology. Which Um, and that I didn't realize was young adult. Is it? Well, it was in the young adult section at Barnes and Noble the other day. That's weird. I would say like for that, it would be more like new adult, like what Fourth Wing is. Oh, New so it's like That's what I would say. But that smutty? is like what? Smutty? No. Is new adult smutty? I thought it was just Oh, I know you not said it was like young adult. it was like fourth wing, so Oh. Well, I, if you're talking about like just age, which is a genre like Which is dumb because I don't think that should be a genre, but it is. It's a subgenre. But Fourth Wing is new adult because she's not young adult, but she's not like deep because they're 18, 19. And so I would say Divine Rivals is more like that. Okay. Um, and they, they do mention Wyvern and stuff, but um, it reads and feels almost more historical. Okay. It, it gives very like London in the 40s Yeah. vibes, but it's definitely not. I don't even know what, like it's not supposed to be even a time period. That like didn't give the same vibes of this at all, despite having Wyvern, if that makes sense. Just the way it's written. And now I'm reading Together We Burn. Not familiar. Let me see who it's by, just in case our readers want to know real quick. But that one, again, called Together We Burn by Isabella... I'm sorry. Abenez? Abenez? I don't know. I'm sorry. It's It's got like a huge Spanish flair to it. Okay. But in, like in like the main character and her mom like do flamenco dances and stuff. But it's very like Colosseum-y vibes, but instead of Colosseum-y. I don't know. What did you mean? Uh, bullfights. Thorn of thorn of glass. Sword of glass. Uh, like bullfights in the Matadors. Oh, oh like Colosseum. Coliseum, yeah, Coliseum. Me, okay, I got you. I'm like trying that. Dragon, okay. With, uh, instead of bulls, it's dragons, and instead of like matadors, they literally call them dragon doors. And so it's got a cool like flair and vibe, and it's also got dragons, but it's nothing like these are these three dragon books that are literally nothing alike. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, you have these same kind of genres, but are completely not even remotely at all. the same Yeah, books are cool. People are hella creative. I love it. well i think it's time that we wrap up on the fourth wing so that we can go start to talk about iron flame i don't know what your thoughts are I'm good with it because, like you said, as soon as you read that sentence, you're just ready to go to the next. So exactly let's get to it in two weeks. all right well i'll see you later alligator After a while, crocodile. <laughs> I wish I had a rhyme for dragon, but we'll end on that. Goodbye. Raise your flag in, dragon. <laughs> okay, bye.
We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of the Lost Chill Podcast. Please help our podcast to reach more listeners by subscribing and leaving a review. We read every single one together and jump up and down, screaming with glee every single time. So you know we just truly appreciate it. And that is a true story, folks. (laughs) It's very true. If you can't get enough of the Lost Chill Podcast, check out our website, thelostchill.com, for blog posts and more fun. Also, consider becoming a Patreon supporter for exclusive content and swag. We are constantly improving and growing our offerings, so be sure to check back often. If it's additional reviews and cute puppies that you're after, follow us on Instagram at Katie's Lost Chill and at Kimmy's Lost Chill. Follow The Lost Chill as well to get all of the latest information on upcoming books to be featured, upcoming author chats, giveaways, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye. Aww.